Hi, everybody. We have Kathy and Annalise with us today. This is mom and newly anointed black belt daughter. It's really exciting to have you. Thank you so much for coming in and talking today for the podcast. Thank you for having us. You're welcome. So, Annalise, I have to say, usually I will start off by talking to people about what brought them to the martial arts. Basically, what do you remember about earning your white belt? With you, I'd like to start off by talking about what it feels like to become a black belt. Is there anything, what'd you feel? Tell a little bit about your experience this past weekend. I feel like kind of proud. What are you proud of? Proud. I made it this far. Or is it like climbing up a mountain that takes a long time or a journey that takes a long time? Yeah. And there are some hardships on the journey, probably, right? Something's got yes. hard. <laughs> Mom's not in big time. So earning a black belt is not nothing. It's only for people who can make it along that journey and, and keep on striving. And so tell us a little bit about your weekend. You, what was it like being at the black belt test up in Estes Park? It was hard. Yeah. Why was it hard? Was it physically hard? Did you get super tired? Yeah. How about mentally? Remembering things. Was that part of it? Yeah. Like remembering more meanings of that stuff. What, what is it like when you're out on the floor and you're at attention and they say, T-Gay, begin. Just like that, out of, out of nowhere. What happens in your mind? It takes me a minute to like think. It takes me like a couple seconds to think of which form it is, and then I can like get started. And I kind of remember the moves. Your training help you remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a great explanation. Like in a nutshell, you have to access what does TGA mean? Where does it begin? Your muscle memory comes into play. How many times do you think? Just guess. How many times do you think you've done T-Gay? Maybe like 70 times. <laughs> Mom, what's your estimation? That's probably a good guess because she did do it for a tournament one time too. So she practiced an nice. extra time. So three times. Oh, okay. So, and prep cycle helps you with that. And yeah. <laughs> From mom's perspective, what was prep cycle like in, in, what was that like for you having experienced three years of training and then going into a black belt test? Yeah. So this was a, her third time that we've tested through the black belt immersion. And every time it's been a different experience. Um, the first time, cause it was online, it was all virtual. And so she was seven years old trying to stay connected through a computer at midnight, but she did it. And it amazed me, like somehow the instructors kept her, engaged and, and participating. And as a brown belt going into that, you know, she, she did her best and, and then that was that. And then they talked about prep cycle. We didn't really quite know what to expect with prep cycle. Really looking back, it, it really put it all together. I mean, it was, it was the part of the black belt that was the hardest work. Would you agree, Elise? Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of, there was a reason behind it and we had to trust your instructors that it, that's what was going to get you to black belt. And um, even the difference between her, you know, test in the middle from 
you know, high brown to conditional to your conditional to black belt, like the growth of the team in general was incredible. Just reviewing videos of their forms together, you know, everyone was just kind of performing to get through the forms and, and do their best when they were browns and high browns. But when they were conditional black belts testing, they were a team and they finished their form. They started and finished their forms together and, and work together and cheer each other on. And it was, it was so cool to see that growth and that that teamwork. She was the most prepared and confident I had ever seen on a test before. Annalise, as a teammate, what inspired you to um, get better or to help other people if they were not doing so well? Was there ever anything like that? Well, we're all part of like a team and we're all kind of like one big family. So it's kind of like if one of us failed, we all failed. Yeah. Yeah. That's great that you really feel like that. Did you feel like there were some teammates that you helped? Yeah. How did you help them? I like encouraged them and kept their momentum going. Momentum is important during that weekend too, huh? Because you guys are also tired. Keep it up, right? Yeah, those instructors are are pretty grueling, right? They're they're saying, everybody, you got to get up, you got to get up, and it's really hard work. I when it comes to when it comes to performing at a tournament. Do you like tournaments? Yeah, really. I like, <laughs> I like competing against other people for like fun and getting to like meet people from other schools. And get better at like forms. How do you get better at forms through a tournament? I practice, and like the end, I can ask my instructor, like the the judges, what I could do better, and then what they say I can like imply to my forms. Mom, what do you think about that process of of feedback and improvement? through karate has it have you seen that has it been present yeah i think that's taught an incredible lesson actually um the tournaments were kind of the first place that that was applied where they said oh you know good job to everybody if you'd like to come talk to us about anything specifically we do and annalise jumped up the first tournament and went and asked what she could have done better even when she won first place she still went up and said what could i have done better um, and I think that's an incredible lesson for everybody. There are so many adults that could do better at seeking feedback. And um, what a great, what a great way to learn that, to know that even when you win, you can always grow. Um, and I think that tournaments and then karate in general are, are great examples. Um, you know, karate, the tournaments are a time to compete, but also to learn good sportsmanship, of course. But then in contrast, like the black belt test, you don't win and other people fail, right? Like you don't win on the back of somebody else. Like everybody can pass the black belt test. If everyone's there and participating, everyone leaves with their new belts. So it's not that just a certain number get through. It's, it really teaches that, you know, you can, your hard work, you can all bring everybody together. And it's not about, about beating others. That is an important lesson as well as, you know, with this good sportsmanship thrown in. (laughs) That's awesome. Do you know what a paradox is, Annalise? Yeah. You heard that term? A paradox is? Uh, no. <laughs> I bet you will understand the concept, if not the, the term right away. But we talk about paradoxes all the time, and that, that is one of them. There's competition. And competition kind of means you're working to beat someone else, right? If you can do 80 push-ups, 
I'm going to try to do 81, something like that. But there's also teamwork where you want everyone to, just like your mom said, to to win and advance. I, I think of it as a paradox in, in martial arts that's really interesting where you're working on both of those things at the same time. Is, is there anything from your experience, Annalise, that, that you remember that really stood out? Anything that surprised you about karate training? I didn't expect like, there to be like bigger, longer tests. <laughs> <laughs> so when you tested for your orange belt, you didn't realize that the black belt test was three days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, it sneaks up on you a little bit, right? It, How about yeah. sparring? Were you surprised about sparring? Yeah, what about that? Like, I, I think I like seeing black belt spar. Like, I've never done it. I just wanted like a purple belt when I sparred for my first time. I wasn't really prepared. Now, what do you think about sparring? I love it. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about sparring. So go back to your purple belt days. You were unprepared. You put on your pads and, and what happened or what did you expect to happen? I like expected to be just like a couple hits that I could just like easily block, but it was like much harder than that. Were there more moves? Was there more movement? Yeah. Was it faster mm-hmm. than you thought? Yeah. <laughs> and how about now at the black belt stage now it has sparring changed your feeling about it your approach to it how has your sparring changed now that you're black belt like i'm more like prepared for what is like coming when i spar like i'm not scared they're gonna be moving like around me kind sort of and i'm gonna have to be adjustable to that that is a really sophisticated response to that question and i think not to uh jump too far ahead mom but when we think about driving oh gosh (laughs) you know it's but it's something that is similar right the first time you're ever behind the wheel you're right and to anticipate right to be defensive drivers You kind of know, you yeah. probably know, Annalise, what a steering wheel does, what the brake pedal does, what the accelerator does, right? In your head. And that's a little like being a white belt, a gold belt, uh, a green belt, going, I know what a front punch is and a back fist and a round kick. But until you're actually behind that wheel yourself, you don't quite understand how how you relate to everything else that's happening in the traffic pattern and it is a a valuable introduction i think to Mm -hmm. confrontation to you know different forces that are coming into your sphere so tell me something not to give away your secrets but if you're on the sparring line what's a go-to move for you what do you like to what do you like to do i like to do round kick and other kicks you're a kicker huh I love that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you come from a good lineage at Ripple Effect, that's for sure. Tell me if if this is true or not for you, but your legs are longer than your arms, right? And so kicking tends to keep people at a distance. Do you you like that? Is that part of your strategy, just to keep people away? Yeah, because, like, it's much easier to, like, block and they can't score as many. So, like, it's easier to block. Yep, and set up a kick or... You see that a block while you're kicking? Um, Is that what you're saying? Or block kick? Yeah, like block. Back. When they're like, it's easier when they're not up close. 
now that we've talked about some advancement, let's go back to that initial question. I always love to ask people, how did you even get started in the martial arts? What brought you to think about it? Um, I went to a birthday party and uh, it kind of like inspired me. Yeah, she went to a birthday party and she was five. She's a late birthday. So it was the summer before she started kindergarten. And I was so impressed with how they immediately in that 30 minutes had her yelling and kicking and saying, you know, self-motivating statements. It was so amazing. And she was, she's always been kind of a shy kid and going into kindergarten as being one of the younger in our class, I was really worried about that. So I thought this would be a great opportunity to build her confidence because even at that first day, she stepped out on the mat and found her voice. As a physical activity, Annalise, how has karate uh, been for you? And, and, you know, you probably do a lot of other physical activities at school or with your friends and recreate and everything. Is there something about karate that's, that's different? Yeah, like in karate, we're all like one big team. And then other stuff, we kind of like break into other teams. How's it different for your body, though? Like the act? Do you like the exercise yeah. like forms differently than like riding your bike? Does yeah. it feel different? Yeah. Riding your bike, you like only exercise a couple parts of your body when like doing forms. Do you like all the parts of your body? Including your brain, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that brain gets real exercised, especially when you're 10 o'clock on that Saturday night of the black belt test. Yeah. How about the celebration at the end how does that feel to you when when you're on that sunday and you're up doing your final forms and you know you've earned that black belt you've really earned it how does that feel it feels good <laughs> is it I'm, I'm talking from a shy person to a shy person that can be one of the harder things for me is to really recognize that cheering or the high fives and the recognition that that i've done something well that can be a challenge and that's something that karate has helped me with um mm -hmm. if that makes any sense were you a little embarrassed to be in front of people or did you feel proud um a little bit of both. a little bit of both <laughs> <laughs> and when you come back when you think about coming back into classes as a black belt how do you feel about being a black belt leader when you're in a class with white belts or gold belts, what do you think about that? How would you act or what you're in? What are you going to do? I felt like a leader and that I could like make an impact on how they earn their black belt. I'm excited about the impressions that you're going to make on those shy kindergartners that are coming up as white belts, you know, going forward. Any other Thank stories you. that you guys want to tell anything funny anything exciting um yeah i i remember her at one of the belt promotions and again this is our shy our shy kid and this was one of the group belt promotions so it was really big and they'd asked for the word of the belt and she you know raised her hand and started trying to talk and she was so small that nobody could see her so master macy like picked her up and put her on the table so she could Master Wagner. So she could yell and say the word of the belt. And she stood up in front of all those people and did it. And that skill has carried through. I mean, she stood up in front of the whole Black Belt Summit and did her leadership project. And then again, in front of everybody, plus their all their loved ones and did her creative form. And, and that translated because just today at school, she had a 
book presentation and she got up there without pause and I wasn't worried for a second that she could get up there and present because I knew she had just done a way harder presentation. So it sets it just trickled down to all those things from her, you know, purple belt promotion. That's one of the biggest lessons I want for her is that you can make mistakes and you can grow from them. And karate has been a safe place for her to do that. I think the ultimate takeaway for a parent, from a parent's perspective is I always, you know, I'm her biggest cheerleader. I, you know, I'm a Burgers fan. I want her to grow and succeed. But to see so many other adults doing the same thing, um, pouring into her and knowing she can do it and um, believing in her like that really means a lot. 